This episode has been brought to you by Subject to Change Customs. Choose Subject to Change for all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Follow them on all social media at S2CLLC and get your four times dope merch on their website. That's www.shops2c.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Four Times Dope Podcast with my homies, Jamie, Shiro, Army, and our home homeboy guest, Mr. Ron Gay, uh, another NCCU Eagle, and uh, what's your fraternity? Omega. Come on, dog. Don't we'll do that. No, no. Don't start that bullshit. We'll start off like this. Goddamn cute dogs, baby. <laughs> start off like no, this. I was Mighty tall side. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You were slap on the chest. Tell him fast. No <laughs> doubt. Yo, fast is good to have you up here, man. For real. It's been a minute. I was thinking, I remember when um I used to let me get the garage uh, at the at the gated community to keep my motorcycle in. No, you so the thing is you let me get the garage. Oh, you, you let me get the garage, but you wanted to keep your motorcycle in there. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, so so you had you what? had this, yeah, Jermaine had the garage in, in Courtney Creek, and and like you let me get it, but you wanted to keep your motorcycle in there. So we were right. Yeah. So I, w- I wasn't even living in Courtney Creek. I just had the garage out there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't oh, know how hell. you had it. Oh, you know, I lived out there. You was like, yo, fast, I got a garage. <laughs> <laughs> So you parked your car there. He parked his right, right, right. He was like, "Y'all keep my 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 bike in here." That's how we worked it out. Right, right, baby. Right. So, fellas, listen. Right, right, right. Definitely, man. Listen. So, um, I just want to talk about a quick update. I know last time we met, um, we initiated um a health challenge. Everyone had their own, own individual goals. That's right. And I just want you guys to speak on since the last time we spoke, which was March 3rd, I believe. So we're, we're going from March 3rd to April 3rd, I believe. Right. Uh-huh. So I just kind of want you guys to speak on, um, you know, just just how how that transition has been up until this point. And actually and actually, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go last. But, yeah, Jamie, you want to kick it off, man? Certainly. Uh, I've been true to what I said I would do. Uh, the wife has me back in the gym. I'm, I'm in there. Um, Every morning around seven, the wife, the wife, yeah, wife, wife. Miss Faith Patterson, it has right. me in that gym right. daily. And I also purchased a new bike. I got a Trek Madone 5.2, and I just got my shoes today. So mm-hmm. I'm going to clip in. That's a right. that's a, a, a homage to my bike riders. I'm finally going to clip in. I had toe cups, but now I have to clip in to ride this bike. Now it's lighter, 17 pounds, lifted up one hand. Hmm. I'm in these streets, dog. I'm 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 getting that weight under control. And I started eating better as in uh intermittent fasting. I don't eat till 12 and right. I stop at eight. That's okay. awesome. That's good. That's good, Jamie. That's good stuff, man. Great part. I feel lighter, yeah, already. That's what's up. That's what's up. Kisharo, how how's it been going with you? It's been it was going good until Monday. <laughs> what happened Monday, dog? <laughs> until Monday. All right. <laughs> 
no, for real. Like I've been eating more fiber. I've been eating my oatmeal every day. I've been eating right. more fruits and vegetables. <clears throat> you know, um, the the warm days, me and the girls try to walk around the neighborhood. You know, it's been up and down with the weather, but it's been good. But I had not had a drink. Remember, I told you last time with that carrot cake and drinking was my issue. <clears throat> so Monday was just a bad day for me, like work wise. Um, some personal issues with some of the contractors. So trying mm-hmm. to get some work done to the house and. I kind of like lost it. I've been holding my, you know, I hold stuff in a lot. Holding and, the mule. And I just lost it. And so it was a bad day. Like from 8 a.m. to at least 10, mm-hmm. it was bad. So I had bad. to have a drink that night. I had like a tall glass of Henny and Coke. And I don't even like Henny, but my wife hooked it up. And so, <laughs> so that, I just feel like right. that was my only downfall. But outside of that, I've been doing good. <laughs> That's good. That's the best thing one bad day. You know, until Monday, I've been doing good. Yeah. Right, and I think I think we said we, we we're going to be realistic and 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 allot some room for a few boo boos here and there mistakes yeah. here, right? So yeah, realistic did. mistakes. Oh yeah, be be nice to yourself, Nakasharo. Right. And, yeah, but I know me. Like, like I go down on, that man. rabbit hole, I'm going back in. <laughs> so going back, boys. So that's why I was like, I had the, just that one night, but I'm good. I'm right. back now. I'm, I'm good. Right. Yeah. Right. Come on. Uh, what's up with you, man? What's been going on? Yeah, I've been doing pretty pretty well too. I think uh, my goal was to to lose 10 or more um, pounds in a, in a month and to do something active at least five days a week. Um, I've been doing something five days a week, you know, um, so I've been keeping that goal. And so far, I think I lost like seven pounds of the 10 Damn, already, already, already. So where are you feel it at? That's good. I mean, I, how, is it where I feel it? Feel it, yeah. Cause normally you feel it someplace. Is it in your hands, your face, your um, back? I feel a little bit, a tad bit. Like I mean, I don't feel like a whole lot. Like I, cause like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think I lost that much. I thought I lost maybe like three pounds or something like that. Got so it. I was surprised right. by the seven. But um, you know how we go. That fluctuates. I might, I might yeah. pissed out that weight. I don't know. So it was just mm-hmm. like <laughs> hard to say, man. But I mean, I gotta keep trying to go strong and everything. Right. I'm trying to keep it up. So yeah, I mean, I'm doing okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. Good. Oh, well, hold on, yeah. Jamie. Before you get started, I was gonna say too. Thanks for the um, alkaline water tip because. I went to Costco and got a whole bunch of those. And you was right. Like, it does, for some, whatever reason, for me, like, I can drink. It's a tall, I don't know how many ounces, but it's tall. Right. And I drink one a day, but I feel like it curves my appetite a little bit. Right. Like, yeah, I don't want to eat as much. So, yeah. it's working. I don't know if it's yeah. subconscious or what, but it's working. Hey, hey right. Jermaine, how you doing? With, I know you said you was trying to um, lose. Oh, you said you were trying to drink two gallons a week, I thought you said? Three a week. I was trying to three a week. Three a okay. week, which is, which is, which is, you know, I think it's less than what we should normally consume. But anyway, so actually, I've actually been, I've been doing well. I did increase. Um, um, I think this Monday of this week was tough for me, man, because I had um, I had a bunch of essays to grade. Um, mm-hmm. I had like 60 es- essays to grade, mm-hmm. like a day and a half. I had to get them back, um, which is my fault. I sat on them for a while. But anyway, Monday was stressful. And then me having to speak at NCCU, putting together this presentation, it was just rough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I fell off and don't, I fell off. I kind of like slipped when I did not drink the allotted amount on Tuesday. Uh-huh. It didn't work out, but I just didn't get that water in like I should have, right? Mm. But I did pick back up on Wednesday, uh, what well, today, and uh, I'm gonna get busy tomorrow. So yeah, but I think I'm on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the right path, man. I just gotta, um, here's what I gotta do. I just have to, I need to, um, I need to just be able to, um, um, like realistically handle 
those rough days, like still incorporate my goals into those rough days. So that's that's another issue that I'm not issue, but that's another task I'm taking. Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, you you know what I thought about, too, when you said like the the three um, gallons of water. And um, about four years ago, four or five years ago, I went to Puerto Rico um, and I happened the weekend we went happened to be the women's, I guess, a women's bodybuilding competition going on. Mm, right. So it was a whole yeah. bunch of like, you know, like real competitive, you know, competitive type women trying to like, you know, I don't say Kai D's like I say a little disrespectful, but right. you know what I mean? But it was women really in shape into that, you know, into that lifestyle. And I remember uh, uh, one of Kelly's friends having to be there and she happened to ask one of the women, whatever, how much water, to keep in mind, they walk around gallons of water. Right. Like, chick said she drinks two gallons a day. Right. I was right. like, damn, two gallons a day. That's now, a and I think right. it's, it's it's to make like her skin or something work elastic when they trying to compete or something like that. I believe. Right, mm-hmm. but see, but, but see the other thing too with the bodybuilders, um, they got this thing called water weight. Well, it it makes them it bulks them up, right? Mm-hmm. Once that water gets in your bloodstream, it bulks you up. Um, so, but I know for me, mm-hmm. I, alkaline water works well. Um, my appetite, my skin, um, I just feel lean. I've been and I put lemons in mine too, so it's like electric. Yeah, you like a lot of lemon. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like everybody on the right says wrong. So, 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 look, wrong fast. Do you have what? What? What are some of your goals or anything you're working on in terms of like fitness? I know, I know you have a fitness group. So, it's a, it's a for me, man. It, it's it's a lifestyle, right? You know, I, I've done that up and down stuff. So you know, I'm sitting back listening to you guys, and uh, you got to celebrate those small wins, man. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's, a, it's an everyday struggle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know, for the smaller people, you know, yeah, you know, I, I listen to some. Of the, everybody have their own struggles, man. But right, right. Always, always celebrate those little small wins that you do have. You know, what I mean, you got to take it, you know, take it one day at a time. Like, you know, I, you know, I've been big all my life. You know, what I mean, and that's just, that's just, that's just who I am. But I just right. always felt like I can't have no other flaws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> can't have no other. Everything else got to be on. Oh my dog, is that on page? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's page yeah, that's definitely in thirteen fifty nine. Added by Ron. But, but me, man, personally, for 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 me, you know, at one particular time, I lost one hundred twenty five pounds. Wow, man. and I, you know, that was all natural. That was mm-hmm. when I first, right. I first started the whole fat boy fitness movement. Right. Um, you know, and when I started that. You know, friends inspire transformation by owning your fitness. Me and Sharif, Sharif Co. Shout out to Sharif. Um, but we were on it, man. Both of us was over four, like 14, four, 420. Both wow. of us. But we just got focused. You know what I mean? We had a right. purpose. Our purpose was to make sure that we was here for our kids. And one of the things- I remember was, you telling me that. Yeah, one of the things was, do you want another man raising, raising your Raising your daughters. And right. you said that, I said, you know what, dog? You hey, got so a point. Real. I said, right. no way. So, no I way. Running. I was running. I, I mean, I was any any event you can think of, any you type of running it. event, uh, whatever. I was in it. The Miami Man, I was in it. I was in it all. And I, you right. know, and then 2014 is when I, like I got to my lowest. Um, I got to my lowest weight, which is which was like 292. And I, you know, that's that's heavy, but I look totally different. Totally different. All totally in the different. face. Totally so, so Rob, ask you this though: How did you feel at that point? Listen, I felt amazing. When I tell you, when I tell you, I felt, I felt amazing. You couldn't tell me and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I felt too good. I went to home. Took the victory lap. <laughs> I went to home. I went to homecoming, and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh, poor fast, you look good. You know, man, that got to my head, man. Right. <laughs> right. I got to my head, and I and I got too comfortable. I got too comfortable. And right. Boom. You broke your foot, didn't you? Plantar fascia. No, 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 no. You know, 
No, I just got too comfortable. I started, yeah, I did start having some like plantar fasciitis and stuff like that. Yeah. But I got too comfortable and I started helping everybody else and wasn't like, right. you know, because everybody, once, you know, that's how it goes. Once you have these big weight loss success stories, everybody's going to start calling you and asking all you, all this, what did you do? What did you eat? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So I was helping everybody. You know, I was, you know, you know pumping Fat Boy Fitness and I got yep. too comfortable and the weight came back. That's right. That's real. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. It's life. It's real life, man. Right, it is, it is. Um, and all you guys said some stuff that's that's imperative, man, and important. I think at the end of the day, it's good to hear everyone at least we're on our respective paths and we're we're staying on it. So that's the main thing. So we have about maybe three and a half more weeks. Um, and, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll 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 get that update. And I think at that point we should we should be even more motivated. Mm-hmm. Um so real quick, speaking right, of motivation. Man, one thing I will say, one 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 uplift I will give you is right for me personally. One of the things was when I was doing that, when I was going through that whole, when I was like working out, getting up, and I still get up now, but mm-hmm. during that particular time when I was really focused, I was focused. I wouldn't focus on anything. I wouldn't eat anything. Right. I my meal plan. I would take my food with me when we would go places. I would eat in mm-hmm. the car. And one thing that really hurt me, what kind of changed it around this time around when I'm doing it, I appreciate the process more this time trying right. to move it. Mm-hmm. During that particular time, my wife told me I wasn't fun. Ah, because you was too focused. I was too focused. So that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And that's but honest. Was, but it was real. So right. she, she said I she said I was I, she said I wasn't fun. I wasn't that fun, you know. I could imagine. And she knows because I was so focused. Like everything was that. Everything well, was well, that. Well, Ron, well, Ron, you know what? I, I've been told that just recently in terms of like everything I'm doing professionally from finishing up this book, which you can relate to, mm-hmm. and some other stuff I'm doing, some other business ventures that I, I haven't you know, highlighted, but I was, I was, I was kind of told that, um, and it's funny, there's two different people. One was, a, one was a friend and another one was a family member. But my thing is, I know what it takes and I know, I know what it takes to get it done. So I don't know, but anyway, we can come back to that. That's a whole nother discussion, mm-hmm. but you guys are motivating me now. Like really, really, um, and Kishar, well, thanks for saying that about the water too, because I think, um, you 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 just actually motivated me even more even more because uh, if, if you feel like that's something that's working for you I think I think that's dope. So speaking of motivation, I got a phone call from um, another homie who went to NCCU um, a, a few days ago. I hadn't spoken to this brother in like maybe two years, and he called me. He would all I thought he was joking. He would always say, "Man, uh, you're my mentor." And I'm like, "Man, no," because I'm trying to find my way out here. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm right. I'm out here trying to find my way. But he was like, man, you gave me some advice about two years ago. I think he finally, he anyway, bad relationship. He wanted to get his master's, yada, yada. So I think he's at that place now. He's at a place of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and he's going to get his master's. And he said, I told him something a couple of years ago and um, he, he, he changed his lifestyle and things came to fruition. So my question to you all real quick is, um, what is the best piece of advice you all have given someone from kids to family members even to yourself sometimes we give advice to ourselves like oh wow who wants to sometimes you don't know mm-hmm. right uh, like you just say like sometimes you don't know you never know you never know who who, who look up to you or what you said to someone like you said mm-hmm. you, know, you gave them some advice that to you that probably was just like a throwaway normal mm-hmm. stuff right and him he was right. like jermaine is yo that's my guy you know he told I mean? me to do this. Sometimes you don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Like for me, I, I, I mean, my, I'm a therapist. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's, you know, I, I give people advice all the time. You know what I mean? Right. I'm more on, a, on the admin side of things now, but who knows? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just speaking for myself. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The question may need to be like, what the best advice you think you gave? Because <laughs> you don't know what you. Nah. What well, 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 well. When we think of advice, what, what? Okay, so we can, we can, we can, we can think of it like this. Has any, if anyone's come back and and thanked you for any any sort of advice or any any um you know any mm-hmm. words of wisdom that you've given someone, it could be something minute from saving money to health to relationships. What you would do, or what you would not do, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Oh, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. What you got, Jane? I told Philip Terry, "Hey man, you need to go to grad school now," because another brother told me if you don't have anything to do, you don't have any wife and the kids, go go to the grad school sooner than later. Mm. And Phil Why? told me he said because you don't have any other restrictions, you don't gotcha, have to gotcha. be accountable gotcha. for anything. You just need to go ahead and just be, report to school and be, get it over. And you're already in that mindset. Right. So if you're coming from if you're coming from undergrad, go directly into grad school. People call it a gap year and say, "I want to live." That's the silliest thing you could ever do because your mindset changes. Right. And now you have to be grown and then go to grad school. Because when I was in grad school at Central, I saw all these adults coming in the class at 5 p.m. and they was knocked out by 5:10 in that chair sleep. Right. <laughs> and Phil attended NC State and he got his master's in social work 2019 and right. he said, man i should have listened to you when you told me to go to grad school and i've heard that not just from him but from other mm-hmm. brothers and other friends like i should have went sooner than later just and that's just graduate school there's plenty of other information i heard but i remember that clearly he's saying at graduation man i should have went earlier because it was hard he has a wife and, and children you told and, me that too you told me you, you and trevor mm-hmm you yeah, and me and Trevor together. You and Trevor were big on that. And I, no, but I was still in college. I was like, man, I'm done after this. I'm done. <laughs> y'all, y'all was like, I remember. I remember clear as day. Both of y'all was like, yeah. I was like, why y'all, what, what are y'all doing that for? Like, you didn't know what we were doing. You thought I was in school. You thought I was just hanging around. Like, yeah, no, I didn't in know. School, right. <laughs> you were still hanging at Eagles and James. <laughs> no, I, I, I had step show practice with them, and they thought I was being weird. I'm like, man, I'm in graduate school. I'm an adult. Right, right. Pay me to be here. Right. Hey, Kwan, what about you, dude? Talking to old head coming in. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I know it was the best way, but, I, but I'm going to word it like this. I think my my advice that I gave to a couple of people, I don't think neither one took it, but some friends relationship-wise, um, in regards to dating, and I had two different friends who, when I asked them, they was in relationships where they were about to get serious with someone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I guess, you know, we're trying to struggle if they want to go further with a relationship or not. And, and the mm-hmm. thing I, I would ask them, I said, what is it that you feel like you're learning from her and vice versa? And what is she learning from you? Mm-hmm. And both of those people that I talked to, they felt like they was doing all the teaching and all the, and all the giving yeah and i was just like oh i don't know how it's gonna work you know what i mean if it just if you truly feel that that's what it is or you still trying to figure it out right not to me i think that's a step where you may have to reevaluate and it might not even be the person with but maybe you're not really recognizing what they bring into the relationship and you might need to sit back and actually see what it is either you can go both ways and they may not right. actually give nothing but that that was two advice that i felt like um you know that I gave, and I said I didn't take it. And both of the relationships, they 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 struggle in those relationships they was in, mm-hmm. but could it, but they couldn't answer that the question honestly when it was asked. So those that would be my thing. I felt like I gave, I guess. Right, right. 
Right. All right. Okay. And that's that's, that's pretty good too. Kasharo, what would you say? It's hard for me to Where? really answer that particular question. Don't wear underwear. I feel like um... don't wear underwear. Don't wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gave that advice. <laughs> However, but I think you all it feels good. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I because like. I feel like for a lot of my adult life, I've always given advice to people. You know what I mean? Like for whatever reason, people come to me and just talk. So I give advice all the time. But for my kids, I tell them all the time. Cause I heard this like years ago, I don't know, I was watching something on TV and I heard it, it stuck with me. So I always tell them. So I always tell the girls, I was like, if you find something you enjoy yeah. doing, find a way to make money from it. Right. No matter what it is, if you enjoy doing it, try to find a way to make money from what you enjoy. So I tell them that all the time. I drill it in the head. But um, as far as something I received from somebody else, it's funny you asked that question, Jermaine, because on my birthday, I got a random Facebook messenger from a name I didn't even recognize. Like You know how people change their names because they want you to know their real name. So <laughs> this dude said, happy birthday to me. And I was like, who is this? And he was like, you don't remember who I am? I was like, no, because I can't even see a picture. I don't know who you are. So he was like, Mr. Kisharo, this is Daquan. And I was like, oh, Daquan. He was like, yeah, you used to mentor me, you know, when I was 15 years old. And he was like, um, it's been a minute, but I saw you on Facebook, so I just want to wish you a happy birthday. And he said, I will forever appreciate you and everything you taught me. Thank you, Mr. Kisharo, for being there for me and being the mentor for me through all those years. I wish you many more, King. Happy birthday. So that caught me like, left field because yeah. I just didn't expect it from him but right it goes right. to show the impact you have on people because he was like one of the he wasn't a bad kid but he didn't listen to nothing I told him but obviously <laughs> maybe something must have stuck with him because now he's 25 years old and he's sending me the, you know messages like that that, that meant something um, it takes a lot of steps to go through to yeah. that message he had to write those words out yeah right. so I was like oh okay I, I mean, it did make an impact on somebody well, that's right. definitely that's, that's an acknowledgement right there that's right definitely definitely um, what about you, Jermaine? So, from oh man, well, um, I recently, well, the advice, um, homie, when he called me, um, it was in regard to like something Kasharo just said. I told him, well, one of the things I told it was, it was some relationship advice, and it was something about, um, he was trying to, he was thinking about entrepreneurship a couple years ago, and I said, man, I said, the goal is to, um, is to is to get paid from your talents. Whatever talent you have, I think you I think we should get paid from it. You know, whether it's writing or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and he kind of took that up. Um, because he's he's actually getting into farming now. Like majored farming. in major majored he majored in childhood education at Central, but he's going into like agriculture now. He's 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 found that market, that lane, which is dope. It's definitely dope. Yeah, 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 and it's bread. It's bread in that. Sure. And the other, the other part was during. Okay, the thing was yeah. during that, during that particular time, he was dating this young lady. He wanted to work on his masters, yada yada yada. But she was like, "No, now's not the time." So he was. He asked me, and this is what he said the other day. He said, "I remember asking you something like, what should I do?'" And I and I asked him, um, like when you when you leave from her presence, how do you feel about her? <laughs> feel better. <laughs> that's right do you feel better do you feel more relieved? do you feel you know do you feel like you don't have to walk on eggshells i said um because a lot of times people treat you the way they feel about themselves and maybe mm. that's kind of like where she is 
So anyway, long story short, he was able to navigate through that fog and out of get out of that comfort zone. So now he's at a different place, man. Like mm-hmm. spiritually and everything. So yeah, you don't see it when you're in it sometimes, man. At all, man. It's like it's look, it's like it's like it's like uh when you're playing in the game, you can you can hit 60 points, but you don't see your mistakes until you get on the bench and somebody point them out. Right. You're in the game, you don't see that. Nah, so all I see is that own, bucket. We're in it. Right. Uh, I know, I know you're in the business again. What's one oh, no. piece that somebody's coming back and say, "Well, I played that." We lost it out. Uh, can y'all hear me now? There you yeah. go. Yeah, you sound fine now. Okay, there we go. I was just asked, Ron. I know he's in the business of giving advice, but what's one piece or what's one thing that that someone's come back and thank you for um, sharing with them? It's, it's so much, man. It's, it's so much stuff, you know, you know especially by being being in Miami, you, you know, it's just a different world coming from, you know, I'm coming from Rocky Mountain, you know what I mean? And seeing different stuff, but I, I've seen a lot. I've experienced a lot. One of the things that I, I can't I can't take credit for that I've shared with a lot of people, and I learned this in premarital. Uh, and I lo- I mean, I love sharing it, but it's, it's, not, it's not mine. I, I definitely can't take credit for it. But I tell people, you know, before they get married, it's something called smirk. I learned this in church. And I, learned, um, I learned it in premarital. Yeah. <laughs> I learned it in premarital. And I, I mean, I But who was your premarital counsel? Pastor Andy. Okay, I had a- uh, World Overcomers. World Pastor, Overcomers. Uh, and, and Pastor Nate. Yeah. And First Calvary. Yeah, yeah. so I had, I had Pastor, Pastor Andy and uh, Pastor Nate. But um, I, think it, I think it may have originated from Pastor Andy, but don't quote me, but it's called smirk. Sex, money, intangibles, religion, and kids. You have to agree on, if you plan on marrying this 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 man or this woman, you need to agree on all that. Sex, when you right. talk about sex, what kind of, you know, like how often you gonna have sex? Well, you know, what type of sex do you like? Do you like that freaking, right. like, you know, what do you like? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Role play, all of that. Like you gotta, like, y'all gotta be on the same page. Right. Y'all gotta be on the same page today, because if not, it's gonna be, it ain't gonna be good. You know, you might be the person that was a freak all your life and then, right. You know, he or she might not be like that. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna be chasing something. You know what I mean? Once you get yeah. there, you ain't gonna be satisfied in that area. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing, the right. next thing is, is money. Are you okay with are you okay with your wife making more money than you? Are you okay with your husband making more money? I am very okay with my wife waking making money more money than me. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. What, what what type of accounts are you gonna have? Who gonna manage the money? Who gonna who, who gonna take my care accountant of all- wife? Yeah. <laughs> who gonna take care of all the bills? Like who gonna pay the bills every month and manage that? My wife. Right. I mean, how, what bank are you gonna bank with? You know, she might be like, well, right. I've been my, Wales. my mom and dad have been at uh, Wells Fargo. Wachovia, yeah. Wachovia, Wachovia. My life. first citizen, <laughs> oh, Space Coast Credit Union, all my life. Space Coast, right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to, so you got to think about that money piece is big. You know what I mean? How, you know, are you guys gonna give each other allowances? You right. Know I mean? Each month, just, just money can cause a lot of problems. So you have to agree on that. Those different things, and we, and you can keep going in different. Right. Areas. Right. The next thing is intangibles. When I say intangibles, that's anything. Leaving the toilet seat up. Which way, which way do you like your toilet paper? Right. Do you, do you mm. want to face it in or do you want to face it out? Right. Do you wash the dishes as soon as as soon as you finish uh, 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 cooking? Do you make the bed up every morning? That's you know right. I mean? It could be right. any, any and everything, you know, like, I mean, it, it's just, you know, do you leave your shoes out? Do you know right, I mean? right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so. You know. Hey, look, yo, 
I, I, I honestly listen to my married homies when they be talking about stuff like this, right? Because it's, it's, it, I'm sure things magnify once you, once you seal the deal and you, you, you under that covenant, anything that irks you magnify or anything you haven't worked out will definitely magnify. Um, so it's always good to be single with a bunch of married homies that you trust because I don't trust everybody who's married either. <laughs> All right, fellas, listen, I'm, 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 I'm going to transition real, real quickly. Um, so we've talked about a lot of individuality, right? A lot of things that we, in terms of goals and things that we individually are um, focusing on. So here's a question, right? And I want everybody to, to weigh in on this, right? Give me, give me your um, opinion on this. Um, what insecurities or issues, I, well, I, I would say issues, but what insecurities do you believe that you've overcome up until this, <coughs> excuse me, up until this point in your life? And or what insecurities are you still working on um, at this point in your life? And I and I can I'll start it off. Um, I would say for me, I actually thought about this um, when I think about insecurities. Right. And this is not the point to finger any anybody. I know when you point your finger three pointing back at you. But I know a lot of insecurity for mine. They were they were conceived from family members, some old, older folks. Right, 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 right. And 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 promises being broken, made and broken. So you start to think that there's something wrong with you as a kid, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I remember having an issue with trust and forgiving folks. Mm. So, but I've gotten better. Let me tell you what happened though. Obviously, spiritually, my mother was very spiritual, is a very spiritual woman. And um. Then I got, and you guys know I have family who are Christian and Muslims and, and reading both the Quran and the Bible and all that stuff. But sports really helped me to, to get by that. Um, the team sports thing, going through middle school, going to camps and, and just like being a part of a, a group, a group team. that we had to actually figure this thing out together. Like, right. So that helped me to kind of get past that. And then as you and, and, and as an adult, I think, you know, once you become, you know, 20, 21 in your 20s, late 20s. You start dating, taking on more um, roles, you know, as a man in relationship. Mm -hmm. You kind of figure that thing out too. But um, and that was everybody. That wasn't just like that was women. That was that was homies. And that's probably too honestly to be honest. I know a lot of people, but I never had a, a group of folks around me. I never wanted um a group of people. And I think in terms of playing sports, yeah, I love the game because it's like chess, and I love chess. But and I can walk away from, from sports, right? And I think that's probably why, and my brother and I are similar in this aspect, I didn't pledge. And there's nothing wrong with pledging. Mm -hmm. I just think my personality, I was still going through that stage of trusting. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. Um, um, and I think I think once I, um, I had a conversation with somebody um, around 2006 um, and um, that I should have been had that conversation with, and, and, and I felt relieved, right? And I felt like, damn, I can I can slightly trust folks again, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then growing up, seeing some of the things that was going on around me, that was a world where you couldn't trust people. So for me, it was trust and um, that was insecurity and um, and not holding grudges. And not, and not like simple grudges, but like, you know, when, when a family member does something to you and tells you they're gonna do something, don't do it, mm -hmm. it's like, fuck them. You know, right. <laughs> but I got I, I mean, but you know, like I said, I worked through that. Um and and um but I will say this and I, and, 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 and Kwame, I'm gonna kick it to you. 
Um, the residue of that insecurity is still on me when it comes to my profession, because at work, I'm not really big into buying, going in other folks' offices. I work with some people who are doing some great things. A couple mm -hmm. of coworkers might be on CNN doing, you know, uh, uh, segments yeah, and stuff like that. Stuff. But, um, but I don't do that work stuff. I don't do that going to people's houses and after and happy hours and stuff like that. I, I just don't do that. Um, work, I don't work, no pop looks. Right, right. My mama say, my mama say, work and go home. So anyway, yeah. that's me. Yeah, that's that. That's that's something I I, I had to deal with. Kwame, what, what would you say? Um, I think it would come to mind. Um, I would say like public speaking, like um, that always I guess been an issue. Always um, being kind of like frightful to speak in front of a group of people, especially people I don't know. Um, it's a little more comfortable people I'm around that I trust, you know, I guess that's trust too in a sense, but like, you know, around. Um, so it was kind of, yeah, that's, that was probably the main thing. Like, right. like it's funny because even when we have a tale like the public speaking um, in college, whatever and stuff, right. I'm like, oh man, I was dreading all interpretation or something like that. I had to take that. Uh, yeah, I did, I did elements of speech. Yeah, elements of speech. It was something. Yeah. Love that clip. With uh, Miss uh, Miss Fort. Miss Fort. Yeah, Miss Fort yeah, was. Awesome. I didn't have Miss Fort though. Everybody had her. I had. To, I can't remember the other professor, <laughs> but I had somebody else. Um, and it was. I think I got through that because, I, like I said, I was online during that period of time. And probably came in like four o'clock in the morning, and <laughs> <laughs> I came in, couldn't sit and all that stuff. Man, I ah. And I was just like, I was so out of it. I just went ahead and I did a pretty good job, I think. And I asked, "Can I be excused?" And I left, whatever and stuff. Right after I sent my little, uh, my big paper go. for a grade because I wasn't just, I wasn't right. feeling it today. But. I think with that, I think with my job, it helped a little bit. And even probably even doing this a little bit, you know, get used to talking on the mic and doing that. So I would say that I'm still definitely working on it. Um, I get excited sometimes, talk too fast, and, you know. But, um, yeah, that's that's the insecurity that I, I, I try gotcha. to grapple with. Gotcha. Feel you. Hey, yo, you, you you definitely working your way through it, dude. Now, because right. you've done a lot of publicity in the last five months. Yeah, so, right. Rowe. Um, my insecurity that overcame was um, being around a bunch of uh, guys when they talking about sports because sports was not my thing. You know, I wasn't into that growing up. Um, I wasn't exposed to a lot of it growing up. So, you know, going to the barbershop or just being around guys and they talking about it, it was an insecurity of mine because I didn't know what they were talking about. I couldn't relate. Because I didn't know, you know, for the lingo, like I could right. see it on TV, but I couldn't. Right. What are they talking about? Yeah, so players' names and stats and all. He had that. a ribby. Right. He had three ribby. Right. Yes, last night. <laughs> yeah. Right. So with time, as I got older and started, you know, growing into myself and knowing who I am, it started to turn into okay. Well, I can sit back here and not feel insecure, but I'm also learning by listening at the same time. Right. So. A lot of the barbershop talk or a lot of talk even with you guys like in the dorm and stuff listening i was learning at the same time so when i'm hearing what y'all talking about mm -hmm. and i'm watching it 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 made sense yeah. you know so i actually put the pieces of the puzzle together so again as i said before like y'all kind of taught me a lot even out without knowing that you taught me <laughs> you know so right. to this day i'm still not a sports head but i enjoy watching it i know the basics of you know certain things so Right. I've overcame that. 
So if I'm in the barbershop and they talking about something that's way over my head, I don't care. Like it don't yeah. bother me, right, <laughs> you right, know. Right. Or I don't about racing. Um, <laughs> like when the contractors came over the other day, he said something. It was something about the something. He came in the basement. He said something. And he was like, "Yeah, something, something, something." Like you were watching such and such a game. This, this how this happened. I was looking at him like, "I don't know what you're talking about," but okay. So <laughs> it's kind of like people just automatically assume just because you're a right. manager into these things and yeah so it, it kind of went over my head you know what he was talking about but i didn't care before i would have cared so i've, I've overcame right. that right right ron what would you say is an insecurity you overcome or you, you're still kind of working your way through wait wait yeah my weight that's always that's a, that's us always you know always been that dude you know but right. as i got older i embraced it mm-hmm. right right I embraced it it was it was cool being who being that big guy that that could dress that was that was right. that the ladies like right right so oh. so that was one of the things that I kind of I think I think it kind of happened once I got to college a little bit mm-hmm. okay yeah right yeah, we right. all find ourselves there it's amazing how a lot our college experiences kind of like brought right. things together for us yeah. Right, because yeah. it was a world inside of a world. I that's that's yeah. how I like to describe it. Like when you yeah, when you hit that time. campus, it was a different planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, Jamie, what would you say, man? I'm still working on it. I I don't have a problem letting the world burn in front of me without speaking up. Right. If I tell you something and you don't heed uh, what I said. I will stand beside you and watch the whole shit burn down because I sat there and told you already, hey, look, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> Won't you help me with, no, I, I, I told you, I stood with you and told you what to do. So I'm still struggling with, I guess, speaking up and uh, asserting myself or I guess, I, what is it called? Um, <laughs> Like, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you kind of things. Like, well, I already told you. So let's sit here and watch it burn together because I told you. Right. I have a I told you so attitude and I have to stop that. Right. You know what's funny, though? Because it's like the like because you shared some stuff with us, too, about like, you know, how you may sit back and everything else. But mm-hmm. it, it feels like it's almost like an oxymoron because it's like you also very direct, too. So it's just like. <laughs> Like, yeah. like sometimes you don't speak up, but then sometimes you're very direct, and it's like, damn. Because and if you don't, if you don't know was, you, I told you in the beginning, I was direct. I already said it, mm-hmm. but now we got to sit here and watch it burn because I already said it. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. But if, yeah. if somebody don't know you, whatever and stuff, they can mm-hmm. be offended because we know you. Yeah, right. this is James. So it's not like a big deal, whatever and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess to hear like, you know, some things you may sit back on, you may not say because you know whatever you might be assertive on. It's kind of like. Dang, it's like the yin and the yang all in one, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I in business, I thought I wasn't sensitive, but I am very sensitive in business. Uh it's like, well, this is the better price for you. You should go with this thing, but we want to do that. I don't think you should do that. And then it's like, well, we're gonna do the all right, then here we go. Let's let's watch it burn. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. That shit about to burn up because I sit here and told you what to do and you didn't do it. Right. And you I told, me that, you told me that several times. You yeah. told me that. It's like fast. Why? Why? Why are you gonna buy that? They ain't gonna be able to use it again. Right. Right. And thankfully, thankfully, you listened to me on those uh, times. Sometimes. He wanted to buy oh. water. That's a perfect example. He wanted to buy water bottles. I'm like, well, that's only a one-time use, but you spent your money on the. I drank the water. I looked at it and I threw it away. But if you have a bottle with your name on it, they can always keep it. 
an actual bottle that you open and put the water in and it's, it's a green bottle it stands out versus having a bottle with your label on it it's like no i don't think you should do that right there there is a use for those bottles like a church or something like a one-time use i need a small bottle of water but in this particular case like no you want people to know your brand how to contact you i done gave the whole spiel and he took it he understood i'm like well thank you right, right. not that i don't get a lot of those customers but what i do is like well i told you i take your money but i told you i asked <laughs> gotcha gotcha, gotcha. working on that i told you so attitude kind of thing right right I, I, I think i think part of that too jamie is you you become more assertive you it, it's like if you give someone that you give them advice yeah don't take heed to it but but then that 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 sequel of jamie comes out if that sequel came out first if that was the first part of you <laughs> i think it would be more impactful right but it's just interesting how you when you when you when you when you assert yourself at that point you don't care it's like okay i'm gonna watch you burn i'm gonna watch you, I'm gonna watch you we're gonna watch together watch we're gonna stand together i stand right here watching right 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is. we must think yeah i just was curious I'm like is that across the board for everybody or was it the certain people <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty much everybody except my mama <laughs> that's everybody then. except your mama <laughs> shaking the mama i told your ass <laughs> yeah, that's crazy right all right so so like I think we had mentioned, like, it's um, before, like, um, in the, the previous episode, like, we're doing the health challenge, and Jermaine also um, uh, mentioned it on uh, top of this show. So, we're gonna circle back around. And I uh, wanted to just ask y'all, like, what do you think is like the, 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 I guess, the biggest challenge for people in general in regards to maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Like, what are some of the things where, you know, by, you know, by and large, where it's kind of hard for people to keep with it? Um, and I, I, Jermaine, what you think about that? So I think this is a couple of different things. Um, I think it's fear is one. Mm-hmm. I think money is the other one. Um, because, and well, let me just say this. I think a lot of times, um, you have a lot of people where, um, their, their diet matches their budget and, they, and they're cool mm-hmm. with that. And they, they want that lifestyle. You got some other folks, their diet matches their schedule people who are busy all the time, eat on the run. Um, and you got some other folks who are just like anybody. If, you know, they're around folks who don't have working out on their radar. So right. we adapt to the cultures. Um, and just like homework, remember, I'm, you know, we were younger, we would hear the word study and we just think gotta be hours when study yeah. can be 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here. My workouts, listen, I work, you guys know I work out every day. I, every marriage, I'm like fast. If it's a marathon, I'm in a gym. But I don't tell y'all my workouts ain't but like 20, 25 minutes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? So people thinking that you have to be in there a long time, um, all you know, for hours. And I think some people just don't want to they don't want to start that process. They, they don't want to start the process. But here's mm-hmm. here's what I here's and that those are my reasons, but here's what I would tell people. Here what I here's what I tell people who say, man, I'm gonna work out with you. I tell them that um fat said this, and I believe this, it's gotta be a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. When I was living in Asia, when I was living in China, I used to go. To this I didn't. I couldn't. I had to. I had to do the track in the pool. That's all I could do. And it was this eighty-year-old man and his wife, Asian man, and they would run that track. Mm-hmm. So after about a month, we finally bumped heads, and I talked to him. He put me on so much game in terms of like 
the Chinese meekness and the diet and everything, man, from Tai Chi. He put me on so much stuff. But this is what he told me, which I was already working out. He told me, um, bottom line, to treat my health the same way that I value my finances and Mm -hmm. with the same love I value my family. And it just made so much more sense. And I tell folks, I, this is what I tell people who say, man, we'll work out with you. I said, well, if you ain't going to go today, let me ask you something. When you're not feeling well, do you still brush your teeth? Right. When you're not feeling well, do you still take a bath? Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. You've yeah. incorporated it and you understand the benefits of it. So I think working out, when people understand that, it's easy for it to become a lifestyle. You can you can do 20 push-ups a day. That's it. If that's what you want to do. You do five sit-ups a day. Yeah. But it has to become a lifestyle, just like everything else. Um, and when we think, and when you think about the times we don't feel well, but we still do stuff, yeah, because it's lifestyle. So I just think most of it is people don't see it as a lifestyle; they see it as a chore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's my take on it. Hey, fast. What about you, man? You the guest, man. I should have went to you first, though. But uh, fast. I should have passed it, man. No, being consistent, man. That that's the main thing, man. Being consistent, being consistent. If you mm-hmm. can be, if you be consistent on, like that's what make it happen. And you gotta understand, it's all about it's all about your eating. You know, right. I mean, say it's eighty twenty because you can get out here and bust your butt. Right. And I and I've done it. I've been out there busting my butt. Like you know, especially like last year when we had the challenge. Some of the challenges yeah. we did busting my butt every day. Every then day. When I get home, but then when I get home, I'm gonna eat whatever I want to eat. <laughs> it's defeating the purpose. Like, what's the point? What's the point right. of you going out here, going to the gym, busting your butt, getting up every day, but then your diet ain't right? You know what I mean? You got to make sure that that diet, that diet matches what what you're doing. You know what right. I mean? It's about being consistent. If you be right. consistent and keep doing it, it turns into a habit. It turns into what you talk right. about the lifestyle. But right. Being consistent, man. Like, and that's what a lot of people fall off because think about the first of the year. They're going hard. You see all these new people in the gym. Yeah. Hey, look, fast! They had the nicest outfits on. <laughs> Round about May. Round about May. Shoot. How about nah, March? Life oh, March. March. Yeah, life happens. Life happens. But it's all about. To, that's that's what I would say. The being the consistent. Jermaine, you talked a lot about the money matching all that. That that that's it too. Because because it, it costs to eat healthy, but you right. just got to make those changes. You know what I mean? You know, get a meal plan. If you look up certain meal plans and people that 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 deliver your food and stuff like that. Compare that to what you pay for every day. Like for breakfast, you may spend $8. For lunch, you may spend $8. Look at a meal plan. If if you had your food delivered at least four days out of the week, how would that help you save money and all of that? People make time to do what they want to do. Let me ask you this too. Do you believe that results are motivational? Do you think when folks start seeing results, do you think that's a... Hands down. Hands down. As soon as soon as that scale go down, or as soon as you can get to that next that next loop in your belt, or you yeah, got and, and you got that looseness in your neck. As soon as you see that, oh, right. man, or, or somebody sees it, somebody say, "Oh, man, you look right. so weight, or you looking good?" Right. That, that does it. Right. In fact, I got another question. I want to follow up with you. So I, I want to know what being that being that you live in Miami, mm-hmm. and I know I think it may vary city to city. You've been in Miami and that lifestyle there. Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, comparing to maybe North Carolina or something? Do you, or? Do you mean the workout culture? 
what did the, the health the health lights down? Cause what my mind, I'm saying, I'm thinking the beaches, people on the beach, and all that stuff like that. So right. people working out. I'm I, I might be wrong about it, but I just want to to know if you got a perspective from that. Yeah. I mean, you got you got a you got a lot of beautiful people here, mm-hmm. and a lot of beautiful people here. You go to the gyms, yeah, the gyms are packed. Ain't nobody working on their legs. They just need uh-uh. upper body, <laughs> yeah. stomach and chest. It's, it's a lot. Of, it's definitely a lot of beautiful people here. I can't take that away from them. Uh-huh. But then again, you know that's what they show you on TV. Yeah. I mean, you don't get a chance to see the other parts of Miami. They're gonna right. show you the beach. Right. They show you the other side of that bridge, and you know, and like where you see a lot of our people. But there are a lot of beautiful people here, and it's a lot of this stuff is 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 uh, is fake. It ain't all real. Right. You got to look at that too. It's it's, it's it's a lot of fake stuff out here. Mm. Right. And people try, people, because you live here, uh, you know, you feel like you got to look a certain way. When I first moved here, that's how I was. I was like, oh man, I live in Miami, baby. I'm about to get me all linen suits. Yeah. Yeah. I got like, yo, I got to, you know, I got to be like this all the time. But yeah. Nah, man. It, 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 there are, like I said, there are a lot of beautiful people here. I mean, it's regular people here too, but it's a lot of fakeness here too. Right, right, right. You see it all. I'm just a country boy, so I see when I see it, I'm like, yeah, all right. Right, (laughs) you you see them all the way. That's what's up, man. What about you? What about you, Kashara? Um, I just think, I think the biggest thing is for people. I think it's just being consistent and just people get comfortable doing what they do. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times. I can speak for myself a lot of times. I'll start, okay, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But then some way I, I go left and I stop, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just get comfortable again doing what I was doing. But I know for me, I think that said, well, one of y'all said something about results. I try not to, um, what's about like how many pounds you're trying to lose? I try not, I try to stay away from that. I mean, I, I did it for our challenge because, like I said, I saw that I gained 10 pounds. But most of the times when I'm trying to work out and lose weight, I don't have a number. It's more about how I know how I want to look in my clothes. Right. You know what I mean? So that's my motivation. But a lot of times I know it's just – I just get comfortable, so I don't stick with it. So I think yeah. that's a challenge for some people. It's yeah, just yeah, comfort. Jamie, what about you, man? It's the jump. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's hard to take that jump because you don't even know where to start at. Um, most people will start on the body as in, you know, physical labor and pushing up, running and all that stuff and tear your knees up. But you know the whole time you just need to work on your diet first. Mm. When to eat, how to eat, you know. You can eat the meat all you want, but at what point are you going to match it up with the vegetables and, you know. Right. Where do you start at, though? Yeah. That's so that's the point. Where do you start? And a lot of folks don't know where to take the first jump at. Mm-hmm. And folk have an issue asking for guidance because I see how you got it, but how can I get it too? And it's, it's pride. It's prideful. So right. a lot of folks don't know where to start at. And then they don't want to ask for the help or the end result is to remain consistent. They mm. can't get consistent after all of that. Cause then life happens. There's always right. an excuse to, to opt out. Oh, I can't go to the gym today. My leg hurt. That's me. So I'm not gonna do it. So it's <laughs> all kinds of reasons why people start, and then they just. I mean, it's, it's it's easier to not do it. It's it's indeed like homework. You have to get it done, and you owe your body 
I tell myself this, I owe my body an hour a day. Right. Whether it's on a bike or now at the gym, mm-hmm. but you got to commit. And then um, it's always good to be a part of a tribe. So uh, Fat started um, yeah. the Tossside Challenge where we were walking a hundred miles. And to hear that is uh, it's like, we got to do a hundred miles. But now I understand. What time frame? 100 miles in what? A month? We did it in a month and then it went to like 200 miles. So I ended up doing 400 miles and I had to go at eight miles a day. Wow. Because I started so late. Right. That's a good challenge. um, It was because I had an accountability partner, somebody to keep me, keep me going, somebody to tell me I was doing good. A lot of times you're in a, uh, uh, you're you're by yourself and you don't want anybody to know, but because you're doing it together. Yeah, you don't yeah. want anybody to know your struggle. Yeah, you yeah. want to show everybody the good part. Yeah, you right. see, the bad the part is real life. The challenges that we had, like you know, it's a you sign up, so everybody, you know, it, it became a competition. I actually started one today. Well, I, I sent it out today, Jamie. You'll see it. Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah, you see everybody on the leaderboard, so you'll see. So I can see, you know, say if I haven't worked out all week and I sign up for the challenge, I hit accept. But mm-hmm. I look at it, and it's the second week, and Jamie got twenty five miles, and I got zero. I'm like, man, it's called a rabbit. Yeah, you chasing somebody. Yeah, it's, it's all about it's, it was just all about motivating each other, holding holding each other accountable. And you, when you're a part of a group like that, and you see, you know, even with Marco Polo and all this, I got different groups like that. And if if it's five or six of us, and I see four or five people that don't work out, and I'm the missing, and I'm the only one that didn't work out that day. Yeah, you like, dang, it's gonna like, push you. Yeah, yeah, my guys be like, yo, can we go five for five today? And then, you know, you don't want yeah. to be a weak link. Yeah, push the weak link. Right. So that's what it was for me. It was, I had to be accountable last year. I told my knees up doing that, but I was happy that I was a part of something in right. doing so, which led into cycling because 400 miles in three months is insane, but we, I did it. And yeah, brothers were knocking out those miles like it's nothing. I think, I think they got an 800 mile challenge now. Well, let me ask you after that month, do you, do you feel like any different or are you losing your weight? I mean, either yeah. to Jamie or fast, whatever, like, was it you seen any results from that after? My biggest thing was for that particular, my biggest thing for that particular time was it, it was right during the pandemic. So I saw, a lot, right. I saw a lot of my brothers that were, that were hurting. Mm-hmm. And so that we started that in April. So I started, gotcha. I started the regular toss side challenge in April. Mm-hmm. Right. And from there it carried on to the month of May. The month of May is mental health awareness month. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I, we created a challenge where we challenged a different chapter. And it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was focused on your physical health, but it had a lot to do with your mental health because a lot of people yeah. struggled. A lot of people didn't have any jobs. A lot of people didn't right. know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. People were sick. People were dying. So that those those challenges gave gave people an outlet to actually get out there to start walking. Because once mm-hmm. you start walking and start, you know, because it was all walking and running. You out there, you beating that pavement up. You talking to yourself. You you, yeah. you, you like everything that you thinking. You being creative. So. It's a lot that came out of those. You know, you lost weight. You know what I mean. But more, mm-hmm. more than more than anything, I think a lot of people acknowledge it and they learn a lot about themselves doing that. Yeah, that we can witness a challenge and you know meet a challenge head on and go through it. Right. And I learned that you know how to eat an elephant. You know, if the question is, well, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. Right. And I learned that okay, you got to break this up. You can't do hundred miles in a day. Just do eight a day. And commit. And right. that was it. All right. So we're going to segue. I don't have a segue, guys. 
you know, I'm not the segue king like Jermaine Jones, but <laughs> what are your best and worst strip club uh, experiences? What are your best and worst strip club experience? Kasharo, what you got? Uh, I'll go with my worst first. Go with your um, worst. My worst was me and Kwame went down to see one of our front brothers in Richmond. Damn, that's the uh, same one I was going to use. Oh, is it? Exact same. Go ahead. Go ahead. You covered it. Go ahead. <laughs> just, it was just for me, I was just like so ready to go. I can't. It was just, they didn't have anything in there worth looking at. Like, the time you walk in, it was like, you know, usually the strip clubs we used to go into, as soon as you hit that door, you see something walk bangers. past you. You know, bangers. Right in your face. <laughs> that wasn't it there. You know, it was just, I don't know. They, it was just horrible. I it was, was so horrible. I think that was the both. worst. That was it was hands down the worst experience ever. Yeah, yeah, it was like a know, bunch no, of iron boys walking by. Yeah, they were just flat, you know, and you know, no, no disrespect, you know, to my Caucasian friends, our Caucasian no curves. But oh, y'all went to it, a white strip club. But we didn't know. But good, we didn't. I'm know sorry. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got there. Um, I was just like, you know, it's you yeah, know what it, it was, was it the it was music horrible. also. I think they play like rock music too. Yeah, don't nobody want to watch nobody get naked to rock music. It was horrible. That is horrible. But my best one, I won't even say this next like strip club moment, but I guess it just it stands out to me as one of the best times of being in a stripper type environment. It was the time we all went to Plum Crazes for the double lockup. Damn, took that too. Got both of mine. Double lockup, boy. Double lockup days. Yeah, it was our first time, and we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And so when those girls came through that door, yeah, I, I lost my mind. I lost, and Jamie, I remember being on the front, and Jamie was sitting beside me, and whoever this chick was, I remember her very rich, light skinned, pretty, nice body. She was giving me the business, but I think I got too excited, and Jamie was like, <laughs> "Oh, calm down, calm down." Like calm I picked down, her up. Baby. And I was like motorboating her, and Jim was like, "Oh, can't do it. <laughs> like, this thing was out of control. <laughs> yeah, I, I lost my, I lost Locked my mind. But that was just like the best moment because I didn't know what to expect, and like all that just came at us at one time. So that was the best for me. Hey, Jay, you remember? You, I'm gonna go next, man. I'm, yeah, I'm go saying damn stories, basically. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! So like you said, he already covered the worst one. We went to a white. Uh, so apparently you can tell we've been hanging out in these strip clubs a lot <laughs> together, I guess. But um, yeah, the, we went to Richmond and saw Bernard. It was horrible as far as the strip club went, whatever. And, and it's stuff. Richmond, and, Virginia. Yeah. And actually, I think it was like one of those chain, like little strip club joints. So I think they had like the same name. Faceless. The one in Alexandria. Yeah. Boot but it's, um, yeah, it, it was, it was, yeah, we, was there, we was there for like an hour. We should have left by like the first 10 minutes. It was, that's how bad it was. Like Damn. it was, and keep in mind, we were so spoiled with the whole plump. I mean, with the whole, uh, brothers three, brothers maybe? three stuff at right. the time. Like, yo, so this was like, scarred, man. It was you're going scarred, from, you going from scarred. like a hundred to going to a, to a two, Negative you know what I mean? It was devastating. So like I said, that was, that was horrible. And like kind of yeah. Charles said, the best time, like for me was, you know, was it was the experience, and it was the fun, crazy stuff. And I just like remember like just being in line and not having no idea what was going on. All I kept seeing yeah, the women going to, and the, or the girls are going to. I guess women go going way, to one room. We go going to one way. man. I'm like, why the hell are we why going different rooms? Then I'm looking around, and still it's not dawning on me what's happening. And I'm thinking like, why are these dudes up in here? 
<laughs> and then um, then I, I had to look across the across the aisle. And I seen this chick like was grinding all crazy, and I was like, damn, he let his girl like do that, you know, like, the way he she was going, like it was the light bulb still ain't hit me yet, yo. And I saw them titties come out. I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, yo, it was, yo, it was so crazy, man. Because I was like, I think it was it was it was the element of surprise that was like yeah. the part of. It. I mean, I seen more wilder stuff, but that was just the element of surprise. Mm-hmm. And what was so good about the double lockup? It was the fact that yo, once once that you know the girls on their side don't see the male strippers and, the, and, mm-hmm. and and the guys on the you know seeing the female strippers. Soon as the, the club integrated, it was no warm up. That junk no, to bro, we all over each other. No, yeah, it was like no uh, all gas, no breaks, man. Because it was like no warm up. You just go right to and you dancing and partying the whole time. She warmed up, it, right? You beyond warm. Because at that point, you just going straight to it. So yeah, that that was definitely one of the funner times. Just not knowing in this, you know, kind of getting that environment, you know. So yeah, yeah. Right. All right, uh, fast. What you got, man? I mean, when you you guys talked about the double locker, that that kind of got me because I did a lot of security. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, too tight. My, yeah, my security days with the double lockers were crazy. But the one story I do have, man, you know, uh, being is in my best man, or worst is your best or worst. Um, I don't know. I can't. I, I, don't, I don't. It could be. I, well, just let oh, us hear it. Yeah, let us way, have because it. I'm a, I'm Lay a, it on me. Y'all know I'm a married man, so I had to tell my wife. I didn't. I was just like, oh my god, like I'm hanging out with a boy Super Bowl weekend in Miami. Uh-huh. Super Bowl weekend, get with my boys, we drive and we get there. We, we going to the King of Diamonds. And King of Diamonds is not open down there. I don't know if y'all ever been there. But King yeah. of Diamonds is like, it's big like a Super Walmart. It is a Walmart. It's you know an old I mean? like, Harris it, Teeter or something. Yeah, it's that big. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that big. So when we pulled up Super Bowl weekend, you know, Diddy and everybody had a party there. So they had stopped letting people in. So I'm the designated driver. because I don't drink and drive. I'm the designated driver. And we, we in a big excursion. And so when I, we pulled up, they was like, nah, man, we didn't let nobody in. And one of my homeboys was like, nah, yo, we got Dante Culpepper here. And I was like, I'm driving. I'm like, what? Like, all people. Like, Dante All Culpepper. people. I say, Dante Culpepper ain't playing football and I don't know when. He was like, no, we got Dante Culpepper here. We got to get in here. And the dude was like, oh, y'all got, the security, like, y'all got Dante Culpepper back there? And so they let us drive through. We drove through. We see everybody going out. I saw Julius Pepper. I mean, you see all the superstars. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, just the place to be. Yeah, this is this is like three three o'clock in the morning, right? Three o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. we get up there to the door, and we was like, okay, we're trying to get in. What time they close? They said they're supposed to close it at six thirty in the morning. A.M. Yeah, A.M. It's three. It's three o'clock now. And so we get up there. They was like, how much? It, like we had to pay for parking. You know, you pay forty dollars to park. Damn. Damn. You know what I mean? Ooh. You pay forty dollars apart. I'm the driver, so I was like, "All right, I got. It. I paid the forty dollars." Right, right. To the door, it was like, "How much you get in?" It was like, "It cost a hundred dollars to get in." I was like, what? dollars." I was like, "Man, it's a hundred dollars to get in this joint." One forty already. Yeah, right, like, man. So, <laughs> so we had eight people with us. You know what I mean? So, boom, we paid it. We get in there. We get in that joint. That joint is flooded. I mean, this is you definitely in Miami. You know what I mean? Right. It's flooded, it's flooded. We in that joint for about fifteen minutes. The lights pop on. And the no, party over. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst experience. No, <laughs> I turned <gasps> almost turned into fats. Yes, you did. I it went, licked y'all for a grand. Yo, I went back to the front. I was like, "Yo, man, I said I've been here 15 minutes, man. I said I'm gonna need my money back." It was like, "Nah, you know, Miami was like, nah, bro. You know, I was like, nah, bro. Y'all nah, told bro. me. I said this jump step on the side. I said, yo, I need my money back, man. Right. And then my <laughs> homeboy, my homeboy, he from Atlanta. You know, he the one taught me everything about Miami. 
he comes, I mean, he's the big dude. He, you know, he, he like six, six and he big, you know what I mean? He was like, nah, yo, we ain't been in here that long, man. We've been here 15 minutes. He's like, well, let me go get the manager. I said, well, go get the manager then, man. Yeah, like, go get him. We need our money back. So I'm, right. you know, they see me getting upset. So he told me, you know, you step back, bro. You ain't from, you ain't from here. So they told me to step back. So I'm sitting over there mad. I'm standing by the door and boom, the door pop open. Boom, big old, big old swole white dude. He pop out and come behind him is Diddy. He did it. Diddy, Diddy, oh, Diddy was like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, yo, I said, yo, Diddy. I said, we've been here 15 minutes, man. I said, I paid a hundred dollars to get in here, man. I need my money back. He was, like, yo, he was like, yo, calm down, big man. Super Bowl weekend. I said, yo, I need my money back, man. Yeah. He reached in his pocket. He ain't tried to dance on you, Diddy. He be all slick. He reached okay. in his pocket, he gave me a hundred dollar bill. And he gave my homeboy $100 bill. He was like, look, y'all come back tomorrow, man. We're gonna have an ultimate Super Bowl party. Y'all come back tomorrow. So boom, and then he just walked back in. Damn. So no, I'm here looking, I'm like, I got my $100, I'm straight. I'm good. <laughs> so my homeboy was talking to the manager. He's like, oh, yo, man, so Diddy just got y'all straight. My homeboy was like, nah. Nah. It's eight of us. We need all our money. Right. Like that, like that. You know, I'm standing back like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm made whole, but yeah. we got another $600 outstanding. Dude, dude went back there, man, and brought back a whole bunch of ones. And I got my 80 and I got my 100. So I was good. Right. right. So you came up. Then look, this. Then, then the next weekend was Florida Memorial. That's the only black college here. They have- Flomo. Flomo, yeah. They have their homecoming during, you know, during, during January, February time. Basketball. So when we get there, you know, I see my homeboy, he got some new J's on. I said, well, you got them fresh J's on? He said, man, Diddy bought them. Diddy got them. Diddy bought them, Diddy chipped in on them. When I got home that night, I was just like, dang. And I got, you know, I got to tell my wife that I went to the strip club, but I had to tell her that story about Diddy. Right, right. yeah, right. yeah. She like, what a hundred, she what a hundred dollars. What that hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's, that's what's up. Yeah. Pass it over. <laughs> that's, that's my story. That's my story. Yeah. All right, Jermaine, what you got? Your best and worst strip club experience? Uh, so my best, um, I got a couple different bests, but this best sticks out. So my best, I think it was uh, my 21st birthday, and we all went to Plum Crazy, um, Double Lockup. And Kishiro, I don't know if you remember this, but he set it up big time. He set it up so... Um, I don't know if he told the chick, yo, it's his birthday or he, whatever. It was premeditated, but premeditated. <laughs> this chick, the pressure was on, bro. The pressure was on. Like she came and got me. It was, it, I can't, I don't think it was a stage, but it was people standing around. Right. And she got this one chair. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Grabbed me. And I'm like, what's about to happen? <laughs> around. <laughs> Yo, man, she was she 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 was motorboating me. She was just diving on me, everything. Right, the chair was doing like this. Doing rocking, huh? Man, and and I just remember her, um, like some of the stuff she was saying to me, and like, <laughs> she was giving. Me so I'm trying to focus on all the dudes looking at me and her, and it was so hard, man. The pressure was on. I, I couldn't even. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to like really be natural with it, but I'm looking, look, seeing who's looking at me and she telling me something like, damn. And far as I know, it could have been 10 of them because the way she was going at me, it could have been 10 chicks. I don't even know how many it was, but she had you that was one of the best nights, man. Kashawa looked out that night. We had a good time that night. Um, um, the worst, 
off the top of my head, I have two two incidents. Um, one was I remember Javon and I, my room old roommate, we went to a, a strip club in Hillsboro, some mm-hmm. country. Y'all dude. went to that house. You went to the ship. The ship. <laughs> and it was a bunch of pirates there. When we got there, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a double lockup. And we were me and Vaughn, we was we was like in this little room waiting. And we saw <laughs> women coming what? in. And I'm like, man, why these what the, you know where the chicks at? Come to find out, um, we start seeing dudes coming there with like the YMCA costume, like the no, leather no. Nipples, nipples out. I'm like, yo. So long story short. <laughs> I'm story short, we were there on a night where I I don't know if they got rained out or what, but the chicks didn't show up and it was it was men's night and the oh, women man. like like yeah y'all like this no nah, we don't like this no nah. I'm out yeah and I we want just my money back yeah. right right I want my money back um so that was one that was one of the worst times because we we were misled right and we stayed there like for like an hour waiting for it to jump off. I ain't never been back to that place again in my life. <laughs> I don't even think it's open. I think <laughs> they got raided. Like you said, they need to get raided. They shut it down. They end up calling calling it reflections. Oh, <laughs> it's off the side of the road, right? That's what yeah, it's off the side of the road. That's what that's what happened with Lovelace. You remember Eric Lovelace? Oh yeah, he went to jail over that mess. Oh, did he? No, he no, he didn't go to jail. He he got he got shot. Oh, I didn't know about that. He there? He got shot there? Yeah, yeah. We we that's why I said. I, I I got some stories because we you know we work there you know what I mean too like, tight baby yeah we work there you know we, right yeah we got stories man we, wow you know good and good good and good bad. and bad yeah, let me give y'all my uh my good my good story first so I'm more of a connoisseur of the strip club and I've seen the best <laughs> and the worst of them all my best story is my experience in Miami at Tootsie's so. <laughs> I got a homeboy, he's from there, and he took me and uh, another one of the bros, Phil, down to Miami on a tour. So we saw quite a few of those clubs, and we even went to one club and didn't even go in. He said, look, don't even worry about that. Just pay, go in, get the food, and we left. <laughs> got some crack comp, which means fried comp. Ain't right. about the girls. It was that, that, that food was that good. But going to Tussies was like, wait a minute, this feels like a Walmart. This is how big this place is. Mm. It was sections of just, it was shows everywhere. It was a pocket over here and a pocket over there and a pocket. And then you get your chicken back there and it's all kinds of shit. And it was like, wow, this is a well, well-ran well business. That's how I felt about Tussies. I was just like, yo, this is the best shit going out here. I know they're making money hand over fist. I was more on the entrepreneurial side. Now my worst story is this, this happened in real life. I think I was with Kwame. And I said, man, what if you like ran into somebody <laughs> you at the strip club? I remember. It was just a thought I had. Right? I was there too. Jermaine might have been there too. Yeah, I was there. So we decided to go to the best strip club that I've ever been to, which was Brothers 3, which has had to be a thousand square feet. <laughs> if like, we have been Brothers 3, living life and, you know, we are getting it in, just enjoying ourselves, getting these little dances or whatever. And sure enough, that thought that I had in the dorm room came to fruition. Y'all, my cousin was a stripper at the club. <laughs> right. I was so lost. I said, well, did I, I just said 
what would you do if you ran into somebody you knew? It's yeah, my right. motherfucking cousin. Yeah, that was wild. Listen, listen, Jamie. My bachelor party. My oh dad, yeah. My dad was there. Yeah, he was. I had to tell my wife about this one. My dad was there. Everybody was there, and my cousin walked in. Yes, she did. My no. Dad, my daddy looked at me. My daddy said. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin, that my, cousin, my cousin is the bros. He was my cousin Derek is the bros. He said, "Boy, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing I can say." You know what I mean? Like nothing. And, and my wife was like, "So how was your how was your party?" I was like, "We had a great time. We had a wonderful time. Right. It was a lot of people. It was about seventeen of them. <laughs> it was seventeen. I said, "Yeah, but one of them was my cousin." Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. I said, "Yeah, my daddy was there, and we yeah. just walk out." Yeah, wow. she was there. Well, how did your cousin react when she saw y'all? She she was going to get her money. She's going to oh. get some money. She ain't dancing with them. She dancing with oh, them. Yeah, she was like, oh, this is oh, she said, oh, this is my cousin bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, yo. But that's gangster right there for real, though. Oh, yeah, that's life. That is gangster. She didn't give a shit about nothing. I'm coming nah, with right. cash. No, right. No. right. Speaking of cash and how to make it, let's talk about this this week's dose of dopeness. Yeah. Bam. We're gonna talk about uh, Ron Bardo Gay. He he's he's a newly tatted. He's a newly um, author uh, of a book. It's called Tatted by Ron and uh, Tips, Advice, and Thoughts. And Ron, if you could give us a rundown of what Tatted by uh, Ron is. You not I'm not basic. You guys see, I have a message. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Ron, if you could give us a give us a rundown of, uh, of um, Tatted. So so how, how you got how here? How it all came about, man, was um, I had surgery. I had surgery on my knee in 2019. Um, but I've been on a, I've been on a prayer call since 2013, 2014. Uh, one of the pastors, he's a Sigma. Okay. He's a Sigma. His brother is Jeff, which is y'all chapter brother. Okay. So his, his, yeah, so his older brother is a pastor. So I've been getting on that prayer call since 2013, 14. Every Tuesday morning at 530. Right. So you get on a prayer call, you know, you you know, you say your name when you check in, when you come in, or you don't say your name. But this particular time, you know, I you know, I had I had surgery, so I was just I was down and out. I had been a week out, down and out. He I get on a prayer call. I didn't I didn't say I was on, I just got on and I was listening, you know what I mean? And uh, he was like uh he said, I don't know, he said he said, uh I don't know if brother Ron is on the call this morning, but brother Ron, if you on the call, God told me to tell you to start right. And I'm sitting there, I ain't say nothing. I'm like, Man. what? Right. <laughs> like, was, you know what I mean? You know, I'm like, man, what you talking about? Like, you tripping. Like, what am I right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just, it kind of went from there. And I was just like, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. You know what I mean? So so then just all through t- 2019, I just started writing stuff down. As, as stuff started coming to me. You was writing on a piece of paper just, nah, and your nah, phone? I, I took notes on my phone. Every I just took little notes on my phone. It's right. like, if I saw something, if I thought about something, if I was out there walking, right. something came to mind, or it, you know, whatever, it was just like, it was just stuff that was just coming to me mm. all the time. And I would just jot it down. And sometimes I would put the stuff on Facebook, you know, I, and I get a, like a big reaction. People, yeah. people respond. I would talk about stories about me, me and the wife and me and my girls. People mm. always respond, respond. And I was just like, yo, and then it started to get to the point. I was like, I'm about to say this. Like, I need to do something with this. You right. know what I mean? So I got to do something with it. And uh, you know, so fact, so 2020 come around, I was like, yo, let me reach out to my mentors. So I reached out to my mentors in Savannah, shout out to the Mobleys. 
and I, cause I knew, I knew uh, my, um, Johnny, he's my mentor. He had actually wrote a book. So I was like, let me reach out to him and see how he, how he did this book. And so they linked me to a lady named Tia, you know, Tia Randall. And uh, because she helps people write books, you know, shout out to uh, Help Me Out Publishing and, and uh, Help Me Out Publications, mm-hmm. uh, out Academy. So, I, I, so they linked me to her. She's a church going lady, great lady. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I gave her my story. I was like, listen, this is what I got. This is what I want to do. She was like, oh man. She said, this is perfect. She said, this is easy. Yeah. We had this out before the summertime. It's 2020. Right. 2020. Well, summertime. So we started scheduling meetings. Come like March, she was like, okay, we're gonna have a meeting like every week. So we can just knock it out. Mm-hmm. But at first week we got on a call. She was like, man, this is perfect. She was like, listen, we're gonna have this out by the summertime and then you can start working on your next project. I was like, my next project. Right. Wow. She was like, she was like, yeah. She was like, she said, you got, she said, you got some other stories. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. So then the next week, <laughs> I, I I called the line that she gave me. She didn't answer the phone. She didn't, she didn't get on the call. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, something must have happened. Okay, cool. So I let it slide. Then the next week, she didn't get on the call again. Uh-huh. So in my mind, I'm like, well, I know this lady did not just tell me. <laughs> and that's all I'm thinking. Like, yo, this lady done took my, like, this lady, like, this the church lady. She done took my money. You know, like, you know, cause, cause I paid a deposit, you know what I mean? To get her, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, pay, I paid a deposit for everything. You know, you had to pay for everything, you know. And so then I, I reached out to my mentors and I was like, oh. I was like, and Deidre is the wife. Johnny is the husband, Deidre is the wife. I said, yo, Deidre, I was like, um, yo, where Tia at? Like, I'm like, like, what's going on? Because I said, this is not right because she ain't been on the call. And they was like, oh my God, Ron, we ain't tell you, we ain't tell. I'm like, what? It was like, yo, she in a coma. Damn. Damn. In a coma for what? They're like, yeah, she got COVID. This is when COVID first hit in March. Mm. Right, so still brand new. She lives in Detroit. You know, Detroit was bad. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. This is before, this was like when COVID first hit and everybody was kind of like wondering what's going on. Yeah, before the world actually shut down. Yes, it did. So she was in that first population that got hit. Mm. So she mm-hmm. was in a coma, man, like for I don't know how long, seven days, maybe longer. Uh, but I just prayed for her every night. I, I held on to all the information that she had gave me. Mm-hmm. Right. Stuff. But she was in a coma, man, that like, like for a while. And that's and she got her own testimony. You know what I mean? So you guys, she got her testimony about it. Mm. I prayed for her, man, every night. And I still pray for her now. And, uh, How's she doing now? She doing she great. So that's what the fast forward. Oh, okay. God brought her out of that, and she mm-hmm. and she God brought her out of that, and she she got back to working. And she called me and we started. She was like, "We got to push your project out. We push mm-hmm. your project out." And uh, she started helping me. She had a lot of limitations because she couldn't use her hands and all right. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she helped me get to she she helped me. She she pushed this thing out. We went through everything and right. boom. She was like, you know, it's gonna come. We have it out by the, by January. You know what I mean? Like I you know I did the pre-orders like in, in December. Yep. And you know, and then you know, she just she started booming, man, and she started getting real busy. Like business started picking up for her. And it's it's really done picked up to her now that she's booked now until like June. Mm. Wow. Right. So, so 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 fast. She you said she she has a publishing company or she's yeah. a yeah, okay. yeah, she, she yeah, she has a publish, she helped people, yeah, she helped people publish okay. books. Yeah, so gotcha, she, gotcha. she helped you through that whole process. But man, just fast forward to you know, she helped me do it. She 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 listened to my ideas with you know what I wanted mm-hmm. in regards to the in regards to 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 the illustrations, everything. So, yeah. right. but that's where that's where it started from, man. That's what tips tips, advice, and thoughts by Ron. It came from there. It came from random random tips and ideas and right. everything put together. And 
And it, the whole point was, it, you know, it, it, it came throughout the pandemic and it was a, the point of it is to make you laugh. Yeah, it did. Yeah, to make to make, to make you think about certain stuff, mm -hmm. and also to uplift you and motivate you. You know what I mean? Right. I, I got a little, I got a little, little hood ratchet and stuff in there, and I got, right, a little, right. I got a little, you know, you got some you know, sincere tips too, though. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, it's, it's some good stuff. Yeah, some spiritual stuff. Could I share with you my favorite tip that yes, I've I want to hear? Using? No, no, your favorite tat. Oh, my favorite tat because I have been tatted. You have been tatted. And I'm going to share this. It says, fellas, it's okay to use wet wipes. Be fresh, my brother. <laughs> Y'all can yes. see the illustration? <laughs> uh, yeah, homeboy that's, happy, that's too. That's genius. Right. I mean, brothers don't know that they can use wet wipes. Right. You use and I've been on wet wipes wipe since 1999. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you be fresh, beloved, is what I right. say. Is right. what be fresh, Kishara, what's your favorite tag, Kishara? He just said it. <laughs> that was my <laughs> yes. It was hard because, but that one, that one kept coming back to me, and I read it twice. I read the whole book twice, and I was like, "Yeah, that's my favorite." <laughs> yeah, it's not a hard read. You can certainly get it in, uh, and, and always refer back to it, so you can jump in and jump out. That was the whole point. The whole point was, yeah. I know, I know what with with us with our community. our readers are. Yeah, we, we right. like when people, the homeboy say you wrote a book, you're like, all right, I'm gonna support you. Yeah, I'm not gonna read it, but I have homeboys right. that said they ain't read books in 20 years, but they That's do that with this. But right. I wanted to make it short. Um, I wanted to make it so it, so I wanted to make sure I put some type of illustrations in it so it can kind of break up the word. Yeah, so you can ease right. along. Yeah, so 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 like Johnny said, so it won't be so verbose. That's what he said. It won't be verbose. So <laughs> Too many words, not <laughs> Too enough. Too many words. Yeah. So I broke I broke Look it. A picture. I tried to make it short and because I took a lot of stuff out. You know what I mean. A lot uh, of people been hitting me, asking me, do I got a part two? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Hello. Tatted two, baby. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's meant for you to have conversations with your friends, right. with your mm -hmm. loved ones, because some of the stuff you're going to, some of the stuff in there you agree with, some of the stuff you don't agree with, and, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, but that's what, that's the whole point of it. That's the whole now point. tell us. That's how I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I like that actually aligned with what we talked about earlier on um, page 14, you, you wrote, when you find it hard to tie your shoes or wipe your butt, <laughs> time to get in the gym. Yeah. Right. Loved, beloved. Beloved. Yeah. Now, Fats, uh, tell us where we can find this book for those who uh, want to pick it up. www.iamrongay.com. R-O-N-G-A-Y.com. I am Ron You can go there. You can click on the link. The link will take you to Amazon. You can get it to Amazon. Please go write your reviews. See yeah, once you purchase it and enjoy it, please write a review. Write a review. Right. And of course, you have to take your picture with it, you know, and, and post it because you have to get tatted. You got to get tatted. Right. Got to be right. tatted by Ron. It's a fun. It's a fun read, and I hope people really enjoy. It. I hope people really get something out of it. Mm -hmm. My favorite section is the HBCU section. Homecoming section. Yeah, right. that was really Homecoming good. tips. Yeah, you got to know what you got right. yourself into. Mm -hmm. right. I, I tell you what, if I you didn't go to your school, don't take it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it. To that to of, I reached out to a lot of people from different colleges just to get their perspective of how they how they prepare for homecoming. What are they right. um, And I didn't want to just get it from, from, from a, for like, my fraternity brother. I didn't want to get it from that perspective because that's a whole different perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to get a lot of different perspectives from a lot of different people. From the ladies, freshmen, from couples. Oh, one of the one the of the couples. people I got me is couples. Like you know, like for me, for 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 me, homecoming is therapeutic. The HBCU homecoming, right? Like, that is therapeutic. Like I need mm -hmm. like 
I need that. Right. Yeah. You know, my wife know like she needs it too because she gets the opportunity to be with her friends. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all way down there in Miami. Yeah, we get an opportunity to be with our friends. And like we know, like once we get there, all right, we won't see, we'll see each other on Sunday when it's time to go home. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But we need that. That 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 helps us. That helps the right. relationship. It does. It does. I, I got I got my line brother. I got his uh his his mom and dad are in the book. They've been together for 40 years. Yep. So, yep. So they met in college. The Hudsons. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of little jewels and, and like I said, it's a lot of good stuff that's, that's it is, man. It, it is. is a good read. And uh we want to thank you for your time and your um skill in writing this book. You're gonna get a lot of brothers wanting to write books, man. That's what's up. We just need a lot of people just need to see it done. How do you get it right. done? Right. And now you are a well of inspiration and a and a contact of anything else. Yeah. Kasharo, yeah. take us out. What we got? All right, listeners. Thank you again. Thank you, Ron, for being here again. We appreciate Listeners, if you want to follow us, you can catch us on IG and Facebook at Four Times Dope Podcast, on Twitter at Four Times Dope Podcast One. If you want to DM us for sponsorship, you can email us at Four Times Dope Podcast at gmail.com. And we also have some merch available if you want some, and you can check that out at www.shops2c.com. Did I miss anything? I think Uh, I I I covered it. I think sure. you <laughs> okay because exactly. I always feel like I forget something but yeah so yes listeners we thank you again and until the next time